Stakes Fantasy Advantage. Yes, we got the whole gang back together this week. All three of us. Tom is back from his Marvel movies. It's Greg, Tom, and Derek. Tom, we missed you last Friday. We did a podcast without you. Sorry about that. But uh, I heard you were at a movie, correct? Well, yeah, not just a movie, the movie, the maybe the greatest movie in cinematic history, Avengers: Infinity War. So yeah, it was fantastic. I. It was a great time, but yeah, I'm glad you guys held down the fort, but uh, yeah, this was a, it wasn't just any movie, it was the most important movie probably of our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, probably the worst ending of any movie I've ever it's seen. It's not the worst, so. don't spoil it. No, so, no. I don't want to be a spoiler, but if you go, you're going to really hate the ending, so. Uh, so yeah. Derek, have you seen this movie yet? No, not yet. Uh, i got to watch All a couple right. of the other ones first, My watch with my little guy until he's ready to go, then, uh, then well, we won't get it at the theater. Uh, this going around, we'll have to wait. Well, if you were going, you would hate the ending anyway, so it's all right. All right, but we had a lot of fun last week anyways, and uh, this week we finally have some good news to talk about when it comes to the NFBC. Derek, uh, we got the set lineup locked feature taken care of. People use that today as they set their lineups, but uh, again, we apologize that it wasn't done, but boy, thanks to the IT guys to get that done, and hopefully now baseball is off and rolling like we always wanted it to be, right? Yeah, the new feature takes place today, so if you, uh, really quickly, if people don't understand what we're saying, if you have a guy that maybe plays an afternoon game today, let's say the Cubs, I don't know if they have a game, I haven't checked yet, but let's say the Cubs play their, you know, normal uh, Friday afternoon game, and you have uh, Javier Baez, you know, set in your shortstop spot, he locks once that game starts, or five minutes before, and then you get to Friday night, lineups come out, and you see, uh, you might need to move him to second base, because your second baseman maybe uh, not going to play this weekend or not going to play tonight, you can now move Javier Baez from that shortstop spot into your second base spot or middle infield or where else he would qualify, I guess, at that point. But the moral of the story is now you can move, the guy will be locked, in, Baez will be locked into your starting lineup. You cannot put him on the bench if he goes 0 for 4, but you can move him to anywhere that he's eligible at. So that's a huge, uh, huge player movement thing. And with all the uh, versatility guys have uh, out there, and a lot of, you know, Middle infield guys have both positions, or lots of third outfield, or first third. That, that gives you a lot more flexibility. So that's just a another another slice that we had, uh, you know, at stats at the end, and just uh, kind of missed it on on our end on the testing thing. And like you said, good kudos to the IT guys to get it turned around quickly. Yeah, it's good. We're going to have that for football now as well, and it's a nice feature in football. So I know a lot of sites don't have that. Uh, this is one we took for granted that we got done at stats and. Now we've got it done here as well. So good luck there using that. Please use it. Uh, take any advantage of anything you can. I mean, there's late news that always comes out, and you're able to slip somebody in. Also in the NFBC, you get to make lineup changes on a Friday. I know there's a couple of leagues I wouldn't mind having Josh Donaldson in my starting lineup. I don't have him right now. i got to wait till Monday to do that. So these are things we take for granted in the NFBC and the NFFC. But I like the Friday lineup changes for your hitters, and like I said, I wish I could put Josh Donaldson in right now in the league that I'm in third place in. Can't. Gotta leave him out. Didn't put him in at the start of the week. Now I wish I would have. So, there we go. Tom, we also got the NFFC going this week, and hey, we got some good reviews. Our guys are using the draft room for the first time. We launched last Thursday, and we've got six leagues going already, so that's a good start, but 
good reviews so far, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, people really love the draft room, and our, our IT guys did great work putting it all together. A lot of great functions. All the, all the functions that the guys playing in the NFBC are seeing, you're going to see those in the NFFC as well. But yeah, the NFFC is live. We got a lot of signups pouring in. We got the early bird discount. You get $100 off for any primetime or classic entry through May 31st. We got a $25 express draft tonight. If you want to get into a draft at 10 p.m. Eastern for 25 bucks, you can get in, have some fun, win some money. We got a Rotowire Online Championship scheduled for this Sunday. So a lot of stuff going on, a lot of great drafts. You can sign up for all of our live events in New York and Las Vegas. Everything's available. Check it out, playnfc.com. It's great to be live again for the, this coming season. Yeah, it's good. It's all good, actually. And In fact, this week we just locked down the Bellagio in Las Vegas. We're going to be at the Bellagio both weekends in Las Vegas. Got a good sales guy there. We're going to try to get a room block for you guys as well so that we can get the lowest price possible if you want to stay at the Bellagio. But, man, I couldn't be happier. I mean, this could be the ninth straight year that we come back to the Bellagio for football. And really looking forward to it. Last year we had free Internet at the Bellagio, so everybody's able to log on, which was very good. We know some other competition did not have that so that's great so things are really falling into place right now in fact we're getting early signups for like the platinum and the diamond in fact we've got seven teams signed up for each of those right now i've got three on the waiting list tom for the platinum so i mean it's good stuff to have these high stakes private leagues uh, starting to fill up already but that's all good all right one more thing i want to talk about when we're talking about football is yesterday we uh tested out the new online auction software and I'll tell you what, it, this has come a long way since we started doing this time with FantasyAuctioneer.com when it was just freezing up all the time. But I'll tell you what, we're going to have a lot of fun with online auctions this year in football because this software is fantastic. Thoughts from you guys. Tom, start with you. Would you like the software? Yeah, I did quite a bit. Again, you know, just kudos for our IT guys. They're just doing a bang-up job. But, yeah, this was really smooth. The functionality, very easy. Everything about it is terrific. Uh, it's going to go smooth. Again, we'll introduce it for football. We'll have it for baseball. We'll introduce it for basketball next season for the first time ever having basketball auctions. So, yeah, all of this software is going to be available for all of our contests. But looking ahead for football, uh, people are going to love it. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. we just got a little more testing to do, and then we'll unveil it for everybody. Yeah, and Derek, we, there is a max bid feature on this auction, which I thought was really interesting. Awesome. I think that's going to cruise the, make drafts go or auctions go much faster online, don't you think? There's zero doubt about that. It's going to make them go much faster. And what you mean by max uh, max bid is uh, you can do this while you're setting a queue. You can also do it on any yeah. other guy that somebody nominates that you don't have in your queue. Any basically anywhere. So let's just say you fill up, you put a couple guys in your queue. I have Delvin Cook in my queue, and. Uh, at that point, you just click on his name. There's a max bid box that opens up. So let's say you're willing to pay 55 bucks for Delvin Cook. You type in 55. Holy shit. I'm just using an example here now. Um, you put 55. You put 55 bucks in there. And uh, if you nominate him, you can nominate him for anything you want. You can nominate him for, let's say, 18. He comes out. Uh, somebody bids 19. Your bid's going to go to 20. You don't have to touch anything. Um, somebody goes 25. Your bid's going to go to 26. You won't have to touch anything. It'll go all the way up to your 55. At, at that point, if somebody bids 56, then you would have to hit the plus one to make it 57 or whatnot. But what that's going to do is it's going to eliminate a lot of those incremental $1 bids all the time that everyone's doing that restarts the yep. clock back to 7 or 10 or whatever it is. So that's uh, it's huge. And also just give gives you a, an opportunity to just set your limits on guys, clear your head during the auction so that you know you're not going to 
you know, overpay or get sniped or underpay. So I think it's just an, an a fantastic option that I've never seen anywhere else. I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've never seen it anywhere else either. I, it is a great option, and it just keeps things moving along. But absolutely, if I'm throwing out uh, David Johnson and I want to do it at 50, you know, somebody opens him up at 10, if this thing's just going to cruise up until I, I don't have to sit there and go plus one. Right. Like you said, there is no plus one button, and that's another nice feature because we know how that is. You want somebody at uh, six dollars? You want to go plus one for seven? And all of a sudden, the guy types in eighteen. Now you got him for nineteen. That doesn't happen here. Every bid button says eighteen dollars, twenty dollars, yep. twenty-two dollars, whatever it is, is the next bid. There's no plus one, and that's a big, big feature in online auctions because you know how that is. We all get skyped, you know, or sniped, if you will, and then all of a sudden we've got a guy for nineteen that we're bidding for seven. So. Really nice features, but again, that's just going to expand the type of games we can offer in all of our sports. Like Tom said, this will be for baseball as well. So a lot of good things going on on the back ends here. On the front end, how about drafting? Derek, you and I did the SiriusXM hosts MFL draft on Sunday. We had the 11th pick, and one thing we learned, you don't want 11 or 12, do you? Not in a league without third round reversal. Uh, that's I think that's the key to, to take in there. Not that we got bad players. We had 11 and four, uh, 11 and 14, and we uh, we took Fournette at 11. And I actually uh, wanted Delvin Cook, but we both kind of agreed we thought he'd slide back to 14, and we could oh, double God. him up. But John Hansen took him on the turn, so we didn't get him. Uh, so we ended up with taking Christian McCaffrey. Again, this is best ball league, so we, we grabbed two running backs. It just wasn't a, a, a big time wide receiver that was left at that point. So yeah, I guess I, it's like there's a we you guys talked about on the radio show on. Uh, on Wednesday night, I think when you're talking to Bob, that there there seems to be a locked in top ten already, and after that, any you can go anywhere. But it seems those top ten guys are, are already locked in. Well, not only the top ten guys, but the top twenty five, like Bob said. I mean, if you got one, two, or three, I just think you have a huge advantage this year in a straight serpentine draft because now you're getting really one of the top wide receivers to go along with two of your running backs. It's just a real interesting thing. In fact, Tom, you and I talked about last year. In the FSTA League, which we won, is a 14-teamer, straight serpentine. Listen, we benefited because instead of third-round reversal, we got DeAndre Hopkins in the third round with the second pick. So we had Le'Veon Bell, we took Brandon Cooks, and then we got DeAndre Hopkins. With third-round reversal, we don't get Hopkins, and we don't win that league. Uh, I'm sorry, but in a 12-teamer or a 14-teamer, you need third-round reversal. I, I just really believe it, and in the NFFC, we have that, but... This was another draft that we just thought, man, if we had third-round reversal to go with Fournette and McCaffrey, we'd be a lot better off. Yep. What do you think? Yeah, no yeah, question. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're back to the day of the stud running back. I mean, yeah. we're there, and there's more than one of them. There's several. But those early draft picks in the first round carry immense value. So if you're getting an early pick in the third round to team with that superstar running back, you're in fantastic shape out of the gate. So, yeah, there's no question. We benefited from the lack of 3RR last year in the FSTA. I, I think it's mandatory. 14-team leagues or higher absolutely have to have it. I think 12-team, it, it can be a little flexible year to year. But 14, with the Classic and the NFFC, you've got to have it. You absolutely have to have it. And I think it's just better for, for the game. They're, those running backs, you know, Gurley and Bell and Johnson back now, those guys carry such huge value that to give those owners an elite player or a high-end player in round three to start it off, it's just a gift. Yeah, I totally agree. And this league started out, uh, Gurley went number one, then it went Bell, David Johnson, Antonio Brown, Ezekiel Elliott was fifth, DeAndre Hopkins sixth, 
Alvin Kamara, seventh. Saquon Barkley goes eighth. We've seen in the NFFC, he's going as high as sixth, so he's definitely moving on up. Odell Beckham, ninth. Kareem Hunt, tenth. Then we got Leonard Fournette at 11, and Delvin Cook went at 12. At that point, Derek started swearing. He really wanted <laughs> Delvin Cook, but I didn't think he would go there. I thought for sure we'd get him at 14. We ended up with Fournette, McCaffrey. Then we took Larry Fitzgerald, Josh Gordon, since it's the best ball league, Deshaun Watson. We didn't really like anybody at that spot. Yeah. thought Watson could have some big upside. Evan Ingram we took, then Des Bryant. What? Des Bryant? Marquise Goodwin, Bilal Paul, Ben Roethlisberger, and so on and so on. Okay, Tom, you were critical of our draft here, but uh, again, best ball, we're throwing some things out here. Come on, go ahead, give us a little uh, thoughts on the whole process here. You saw the draft board the other night, and then our team as well. Anything stand out to you from the draft itself? No, I mean, I, I thought it was a pretty solid draft. I, I just, there's some picks. I wouldn't have taken McCaffrey in the second round. I would have probably gone into Devontae Adams there. But uh, I wasn't crazy about the Des Bryant pick either later. But, you know, it's it's early. There's certainly, you throw one out there in, in whatever month this is, May, April, and you see how it flies. And then you get into the deeper part of the draft season, and you're certainly uh, looking at a much different board. But overall, I thought it was interesting. I think Saquon Barkley is a guy who, and I said this on the show, on the serious show on Wednesday, I think you can see him going top five in a lot of drafts as we get closer to the start of the season. I think people are going to want to jump on this guy because, again, he's a three-down back. Uh, I know they got a little extra competition there, but not certainly nothing to his caliber. So I think he has got a chance to be an elite player this year. Derek, this was right after the NFL draft, and, boy, these rookies went high. I mean, Barkley went at, uh, like I said, eight. Uh, Darius Geis went uh, early in the fourth round. Uh, Rashad Penny went right at the end of the fourth round. Royce Freeman went number 50th overall. I mean, you had four rookie running backs going in the top 50 overall. Is this going to be a year for fantasy owners like we saw last year with the rookie running backs? Well, copycat leads. Uh, for drafting purposes, right? After the last year's draft class of running backs, I mean, it was fantastic. Can't can't hardly blame guys for uh, jumping on rookie running backs this year that ended up in great situations. I mean, what's to say this? I mean, I don't know if the, I don't know that the whole the group as a whole is as good as last year, but certainly at the top with Barkley, you got to think it's going to start off fine. So again, Geis ends up in Washington, not a whole lot in his way there. Same with Rashad Penny in Seattle and and Freeman in uh, in Denver. I don't think they think much of Devontae Booker at this point. So uh, again, these guys are. All going to have running backs get hurt all the time. So even if situations don't look great right now, Ronald Jones and Tampa Bay looks great. I mean these these guys are all very talented, and who's to say they can't uh, produce like last year's class? And I think you're right. I think this is what we're going to see. Um, you know, I don't think la- last year at this time, other than Saquon Barkley, we were thinking that um, you know this college group was going to be a real good group. Yeah. So it's still it's still. Uh, it's still, you know, we still have to see how it plays out, but uh, looking forward to next year, I, I don't know who's out there, but again, if this is the trend and the way these backs are being used, 200 carries and the good ones, 50 to 80 catches, depending on where they're playing, it's hard not to like them. Yeah, a very interesting trend going on, no doubt about that. Tom, on uh, Wednesday night on our SiriusXM show, we had Bob Harris, Hall of Famer from FootballDieHards.com. And he did one of the, he did this draft, but he's also said he's done dozens of them already, the MFL 10s. And Mike Dempsey, his partner, has also done them. He had glowing reviews about what we've been doing with the MFL 10s. But one thing we want to do is get these hosts on SiriusXM to host some live drafts, just like we did on the channel, and talk about the picks and talk about the players and such like that. So 
Everybody should look forward to more of these. We're going to let the MFL 10s be part of Sirius XM. The best ball is going to get more exposure than you've ever seen before. Sirius XM is all in on it, and the hosts are in on it. So we will definitely be offering, not only on our show, but other shows, these live drafts, right? Yeah, absolutely. Bob was uh, really uh, flattering. Uh, great to hear the, the comments from somebody who plays a lot of MFL 10s on what we're doing now that we own the MFL 10s. We definitely want to get more and more hosts. Let's get Bob drafting an MFL 10s on his show so we can talk about the results and see if we can get Sean Hansen going, whoever. You know, the Rotowire guys, they play the MFL 10s, but we'll have a lot of fun with those. We'll certainly try to incorporate NFFC stuff as we go along as well. So a lot coming for football. I know it's baseball season. I know it's only April or May or whatever month it is, but uh, a lot of great stuff in football, and we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, there's more football exposure on Sirius XM and other areas than we've ever had before. It must be killing Ray Flowers that he can't talk yeah. baseball all the time. But, uh, Tom, you got to admit, there seems to be a buzz in football like we haven't seen in a while. I mean, last year was a very interesting year, but there really does seem to be a buzz on football in the fantasy football community that we haven't seen. And in baseball, it's doing well, but it's not just doesn't have the buzz like football does, right? Well, I mean, we had a slow uh, off season. Free agents took a long time to sign. We've had weather issues all through April, the worst April in maybe baseball history. It's just been tough to get going with baseball because there haven't been enough games. There's too many, and now we got guys getting hurt, you know. And it's just it's been a rough go. And I think you kind of start getting that fever for well, if baseball's not capturing my interest, something else has to, and that's football. Yeah, definitely. Okay, Derek, what do we got for baseball news? I think you said Jose Bautista might get called well, up. Jose Bautista uh, got the official call today, so he um, uh, will be available for free agency this weekend in in the NFBC leagues. So keep your eye out there. It sounds like he's going to come right up and be ready to play, slide him in at third base, maybe hits fourth be, uh, behind Freeman and in front of Marcakis, which would be a nice spot. I'm not sure where they're going to use him, but that would be my guess at this point. And it uh, sounds like Miguel Cabrera may be headed to the DL. He came out of yesterday's game again after he got a hit. Sounds like his hammy's flared up, so they're going to check him out at the ballpark on uh, on today. But uh, don't uh, try and find uh, something for next Monday, if it's my guess, to replace uh, Cabrera, because I, I believe he's headed to the DL. Yeah, very interesting. All right, good luck with all your fab this week. Uh, I know i got to pick up a few guys. Got Corey Seager injured, so that hurts. I must be all over Alcides Escobar. Huh? Oh, boy, oh, boy. No, I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, very, very tough. Uh, be interested in Mike Soraka. I mean, you talk about the Braves. There. Yep. What a rebuilding job they have done there, huh? I mean, Albies, Acuna, I mean, it's just been great. Now, Soroka gets called up. I don't know if he's going to pitch again, but he's going to be available in free agency. So, a lot of interesting free agent pickups this week. Again, we had like 30,000 claim bids last week in FAB and just went through effortlessly. So, hopefully, we have another good week of FAB. Good luck to everybody there. You guys got any eyes on uh, any free agents that you can tell me about, that you can tell the audience here, I mean? I'll tell you one guy I like uh, just got called up for the Dodgers, Tim LaCastro. Uh, he's like kind of like a second-base outfielder type guy. they got so many holes now with the Seagranger going down, Hernandez moving around, who's not really a good hitter except against lefties anyways. So Castro gets on base, scores a ton of runs, can steal a ton of base. He stole a base yesterday in his first game. Um, so I don't know what.
what position he actually will be put at. He could be, I, I'm guessing, outfield, but he does play outfield in second base. So we'll have to see how that slides up. But I like him. I, they need a spark there in Los Angeles. It's just not a good year. I know they're going to get Justin Turner back at some point. That's obviously going to help. But, the, I mean, Utley's just, he's still a, a decent hitter, but he's getting old. I, I don't know that you can stick with Chase Utley all year playing a lot of games. So I, I like Tim, Tim LaCastro. Give, give that guy a look if you need some speed for sure. All right, sounds good. Tommy, got anybody on the free agent wire you can tell me about? Uh, well, I mean, my team is so great in the auction league. Who's, who's leading the, the auction league, by the way, guys? Do you know who's leading that? It's not me okay. at this. It's not me yet. It's me. Oh. It's me. I don't have any holes on this great team, but uh, okay. no, I, I think the pickers are interesting. You know, you mentioned the kid in Atlanta, Parker Bueller, if he's still out there with the Dodgers, uh, he's going to get a shot. Injun Ryu tore the muscle off his I've done that. I did that in hockey my freshman year at college, and it is the most painful thing you can do. I couldn't walk for eight weeks. It was the worst thing yeah, ever. So, I mean, it's, it's the pitchers that are, I mean, and, and I know we, we laugh about this, Greg. We talked about it on the Wednesday show on Sirius, but Wayne Miley's got to be an option right now. I'm sorry. He looked really, really good. We know the Brewers are pitching great. There's certainly win potential there. I think Wade Miley's going to be on the radar this weekend. Yeah, I think he has to be. Uh, like I said, give the Brewers pitching coach a raise. He's done marvelous with what he's been given there. So we'll see if they can beat anybody but the Cincinnati Reds, though, this weekend. So, All right, sounds good. So we covered a lot of ground here, a lot of good things going on in the NFBC, a lot of good, good, good things going on in the NFFC, the MFL 10s. You can draft anytime you want. In fact, the MFL 10s threw out a sit-and-go, one minute per pick as soon as it fills. You can draft. Uh, very interesting concept. Uh, we weren't sure if that was going to go, especially in the first week of May. But they've had, uh, I think, six or seven leagues just fill the last two nights. So maybe it's something we'll try with the NFFC as well at $150 for draft champions. But very interesting. So, again, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good movies out there, as Tom says. Help yourself to uh, whatever you want this weekend. But uh, enjoy the weather. Hopefully it's improving where you are right now. The snow has finally melted here in Wisconsin. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.